Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, everyone. I'm Lauren. And Maddie. And welcome or welcome back to the, the Sister, Sister Diary, Diary Podcast. Podcast. Today, we're excited to be talking to Mimi Bouchard, who is calling all the way from London, England. Mimi is a health, fitness, and wellness expert. She is the creator of her own podcast and online magazine called Mimi B., where she discusses topics from nutrition and exercise to mindset, morning routines, and self-development, and also speaks to tons of other experts on these topics as well. Without further ado, let's welcome Mimi to the Sister Diary podcast. But actually, before we talk to Mimi, um, why don't we talk a little bit about our own experience with health and fitness? Yeah, well, your experience, I would say, is definitely more extensive than <laughs> mine, because the only, like, I guess I had to work out at school as just part of, like, my school day but apart from that I don't really make a point of going to the gym sometimes I'll go hiking with mom or you know walk the dogs but definitely nothing like you do so well why don't you talk about the workouts that you had to do at school (laughs) the workouts I did at school were like so I went to a school that was mostly for guys that played sports because almost 90% of the people there were guys so a lot of the workouts were focused on like building muscle and like becoming you know like ripped yeah we did a lot of stuff with like the bar so it's like uh bench bench presses and hang cleans and like a lot of like really like tough you know what I mean that they were just like so funny I don't even know they were just workouts that I wouldn't normally choose to do um that's like crossfit I don't even know what that is (laughs) I know sometimes those exercises I have no clue what I'm doing but yeah I did a lot of workouts like that at school and then I guess just for, like, eating healthy and stuff, I try to. I feel like when I'm with you, you always, like, influence me, too. But also, I love dessert. And so, you know, there's a bit of a balance between those two. But dessert kind of wins. But yeah. you? <laughs> I feel like you eat what you want. But since you eat it so often, you just kind of, you eat it in, like, small amounts. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, well, I started working out in grade 12. And I did, I forget, I don't know how to pronounce her name. It's, I think her name is Kayla Itzinus, Itzinus. She has um, a workout guide, so I did that when I started because I didn't know what I was doing. And then from that I kind of learned, but it's mostly lower impact, <laughs> like not like what you're doing with heavy weights <laughs> and stuff, but um, like a lot of body weight stuff. Like stuff that you can do at home? Yeah, I think that's the whole point of that guide. Um but now I do a lot of classes, especially in L.A., because there's so much um, to choose from. So I do a lot of um, Pilates, boxing, 
we go on a lot of hikes. She's tried Barry's everything. boot camp. There's like so Soul many cycle. different workout classes. Guys, once I went to Soul Cycle, okay, I will not go back there because once I was in the class and I actually <laughs> fell off the Soul Cycle bike with her feet attached <laughs> to the the pedal. It is a scarring experience for me. I fell off the bike and the instructor had to come over and get my feet out of the thing and move me to another bike because it stopped working. Yeah, and she broke it. Okay, and wasn't Nadia was, was in the class. I think Nadia was there too. I don't even think anyone really noticed except us and the instructor, but I was just sitting there with like my feet clipped in off the bike, just like kind of sitting on the ground. It was so awkward, but I will no longer go to Soul Cycle. But I have been to Rumble a few times, which is like the boxing place that Maddie goes to in LA. And that's yeah. a good workout for sure. I'm always tired after that. Yeah, it's a lot of fun too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they play like cool music and it's dark in there and you're just like there's like lights and you hit it and you take um hit like a punching like a oh bag. yeah <laughs> <laughs> like you switch halfway through with um the people doing stuff on the floor so just normal workouts with light or weights and just like what are some of the floor workouts that they do it's a full body workout so they do one round with um focusing on legs upper body um abs it's yeah full body that's a good workout though mm-hmm. and yeah. i love um hot pilates in la i haven't been to that one mom doesn't think i could do it and i don't think i could either the problem is it's easy but it's super hot so if you're not into mm. hot workouts then I've been to hot yoga a few times but it's more intense than hot yoga because you're doing cardio and stuff in the heat so oh gosh. yeah but it's, it's a good workout it's one of my favorites here um, You'll have to try it, though. <laughs> I Maybe maybe in the near future we'll give you an update if I go. <laughs> um, so Mimi talks a lot about nutrition and um, a principle called intuitive eating. So we'll, we'll hear more about that. But I think that's basically what Lauren does. Yeah. It's just eating mm. when you're hungry. But I also eat when I'm bored. And eating what you want. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if that's part of it, but... <laughs> Something tells me it's not, you know. So we have Mimi on the phone, and we're going to hear more about that from her. Okay, so hi, Mimi. Hey, ladies. How are you doing? Great, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So um, we're going to talk to Mimi today about everything to do with health, fitness, and wellness. Um, But first, can we start by taking it all the way back? Um, So where did you grow up? I grew up in Toronto, Canada, and born and raised there. I moved to London, England about three and a half years ago, and ever since then, it's been crazy. My life has changed so much, and I absolutely love it here. I I love Toronto, but it's just too small for me. I need a big city. (laughs) I feel you. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. We're also from Toronto, so we totally get you. (laughs) Oh, you guys are from Toronto, too? Oh, my goodness. Yes, we grew up there also. Um, So how did you know that you wanted to start your own business? So I've always been very entrepreneurial ever since I was younger. I always, you know, would try to find ways to make money or sell something. And it's always been this thing that's been deep rooted kind of in all my cells, I feel. And you know what? I went to university for a year and I had this huge breakthrough in my second semester, first year university. I was like, what am I doing here? 
this is just not where I belong. I feel really, I just feel like this is not where I'm supposed to be. And I had this crazy, you know, quarter life crisis, I like to say. (laughs) And around the same time, I was actually given one of my first personal growth books by my mom. She gave me this book called The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. And I read it at this really pivotal moment in my life when I was, you know, in uni and in my tiny little residence room up all by myself, you know, having this huge quarter life crisis. And I read it and it literally just changed my perspective, a total 180. And I decided to leave school and start my own business. I was like, why am I waiting? Like, I know that I can succeed at anything I really set my mind to. I have so much self-belief. Like, why aren't I doing it? So I took a really big leap and and started my business. It started as like a fashion blog and it didn't really generate money for a good year and a half, two years. And since then it's evolved into a whole lifestyle brand for women. I don't really talk about fashion anymore. It's not really a passion of mine. Um, for me now it's more like wellness, personal development, motivation, transformations. Like I'm really into the kind of, you know, good soul stuff now. So it's really, really evolved and Long story short, I've always known I wanted to have my own business, and I didn't really believe in myself fully until I had that major breakthrough when I was 19 years old, and and now I'm, you know, where I'm at now, and, and I'm so proud of myself for taking that that leap of faith. That's amazing. I think mm-hmm. it's important for people to hear that, um, especially because there's a lot of teenage girls listening, um, just that you don't always have to follow the typical path that's set out for you which I feel like most girls feel a lot of pressure to go, sure. go to university and get a job. And they don't even think about mm. uh, being entrepreneurial as an option. Yeah, I know. Already, mm. I'm only in grade nine, but my mom's like, what are you going to do for university and all that? So I definitely feel that. That's for sure. Girl, I totally feel you. And the biggest reason why I went to uni as well is to keep my family happy. Because, you know, if, if your family is willing to pay for it, it's like an expected thing you need to do. And... You know, I think the times are changing so rapidly right now, and you don't necessarily need that, especially in this day and age with, with technology and social media and, you know, our our availability to start our new business, like, from scratch is literally right there, whereas in the past, it's like, it was a lot harder, but now you can literally just start a business online and make it a side hustle, and, you know, all there's so many opportunities here, but honestly, ladies, like, I feel... Like I was just like everybody else up until I had this breakthrough and I actually tapped into that power that I knew deep down I had and that potential that I knew deep down I could give out to this world. And it was just taking that step and believing in myself and just being the one that's always going to hustle and push towards what I want. Because even at the beginning and even to this day, you know, I feel like I'm quite successful and I'm 22 years old and I have my own business and I live in London and I have, you know, I have more money than all my friends. And it's because I took this big leap of faith. And, you know, even still to this day, I need to justify what I'm doing to like my grandma who doesn't really (laughs) understand social media. And she's like, oh, when are you going to get a real job? I'm like, grandma, it is a real job. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So there's always going to be, long story short, there's always going to be somebody that doesn't believe in you even when you are doing really well you just need to get really clear and concise on what you want out of your life write that down decide make a decision set clear goals and you will you know reach your potential if you really focus on that enough yeah that's incredible 
I think it, it's, I know exactly what you mean, um, like sitting in a university dorm room, a tiny little dorm room and being like, where am I, what am I doing with my life? Where is this going to take me? So it's amazing that you were able to set a goal and you had a clear intention and were able to follow that path. Mm-hmm. Well, can I, can I be honest with you? When I was in uni, was a, a big driver for me was fear. And I had a really big fear of ending up like all the people that I was surrounded by. And that's going to sound brutal and maybe a bit judgy. But I, I'm, you know, if to each their own. If anybody listening wants to do something that all their friends are doing, then sure. But if that's your deep passion and, and that deep thing inside of you that you want to do, then that's amazing. But for me, ending up like all the people that I was around in uni was pretty much the worst thing I could think of. I did not want to live an average life ever. I never have. And I realized at a certain point, especially reading this book that triggered a lot inside of me, I realized that if you hang around the same people and you do the same things as these people are doing, you're going to end up like them. And that's such a basic thing that so many people just don't understand. Like, the more that you do the same and act the same way as these people around you, you're going to end up, end up like them. And you're not going to, you know, have this incredible life fall on your lap. Like you need to take risks in your life. And especially at a young age, you need to do a lot of self-discovery. You need to work on yourself and value your, your personal development. Like now is the time, especially if you're listening and, and you're a young woman, like this is when, when you need to do this. And you're never going to regret it. You're only ever going to be wiser beyond your years and be extra successful. Like, it's crazy how many people I meet now that are like, oh, my God, you're 22. Like, you know, look at this thing you've created. And I'm like, well, yeah, like, it doesn't even feel like it's that hard just because I'm speaking and acting and doing my truth, you know? Like, it's Mm -hmm. it's not going to be hard if if it's what you're meant to do. Yeah, that's for sure. I'm 22 as well, and um, I guess most of the people our age – um, do follow that path and they graduate from school and get a job working for someone else and it's like it's very easy to fall into that pattern because that's what everyone else is doing and I think we both mm. need to read that book yeah the Success I was, Principle. I'm definitely interested it's so funny because you have like I feel like you're thinking a similar thing because you wanted to start your own business as well and I think yeah. that that's really cool yeah for sure do you want to talk a little bit about um, we'll move into talking about food and health and fitness. Yeah. So you mentioned that you're really into wellness and self-development and everything. And did you have, what was your relationship with health and dieting when you were a teenager? Oh my God, girls, I can't even tell you. And I still (laughs) struggle with it to this day because there's just like, I don't even know what it is, especially for us women. Like we always seem to have unhealthy relationships to food in our bodies. And maybe it's because we've grown up in this crazy age where there is so much pressure to look a certain way but ever since I I was younger I could always remember just wanting to lose like five pounds like it was always five pounds and I was never over I was never like I was never overweight I was always very normal looking but I never looked like at my you know my peak my potential and for so long it would take up like 90% of my thoughts like I always just wanted to lose like five or ten pounds and it was it's one of the biggest regrets that I have honestly because it took up so much of my mental space and I tried so many different things I've literally done every single diet out there since I was like 14 years old like always (laughs) trying all these different diets and cleanses and all that stuff and I came to realize something about six months ago and that is that it's mostly about your mind. 
you know, weight loss and body changes and, and all that stuff. It's, it's so about your mentality. It's an absolute joke. Like it is obviously about what you feed yourself and how you move, but the obsessive dieting mentality is actually what's going to keep us in that freaking circle of dieting, restricting, binging, dieting, totally. this cycle. And we need to stop letting it consume us. We have to. And we need to really, really integrate a more healthy relationship with food. Like now, I've never looked better in my life. And I feel incredible. And I'm not thinking about my body as much. Because I've healed my mentality towards food sometimes where I want to emotional eat or whatnot. But I, it almost feels effortless being in the body I'm, I'm in now. And I love health and I love wellness. And I've actually just created um, an online program. It's like a 25-page ebook. It's called The 21-Day Body Reset Plan. And it talks a lot about like how to get rid of that binge mentality, how to actually get lasting results. Like I've tried everything and anything. And I've, I have all these principles that I talk about in the ebook. I'll send it to you girls if you want. And, um, yeah, it's, it's really powerful. And I released it three weeks ago and I've already had thousands of girls join the program and send me the most insane before and afters and writing me messages like Mimi, Oh my God, why does this feel easy? This is so weird. And it's because it's not this like obsessive thing. The plan is really clear and easy to use. And I don't tell you to go spend hours at the gym. Like you don't even need a gym for it. So like my whole theory right now with wellness and health and weight loss, especially is, is as well as, you know, be kind to yourself, make it an intuitive lifestyle because the more intuitive you are with your health and wellness and, and body changes, the better it's going to be and the more lasting it's going to be. You need to look at your problems and your thoughts and your mentality right straight in the eye and really just decide, you know, is this going to help me long term or am I just hating myself because I ate a cookie? You know, there's yeah. so much I could tell you guys about food and that, that psychology behind that. But at the end of the day, you've got to be kind to yourself and you've got to listen to yourself. And, you know, the most important thing is your bounce back rate. I'll tell you quickly what that means. The bounce back rate is essentially the amount of time that it takes for you to bounce back into that primed, amazing mentality of feeling great about yourself. So if you're going to eat that cookie, then just don't dwell on it. If you're going to, yeah. if you're trying to lose weight, you eat a piece of cake, like sure. Okay. Maybe it's not going to help you move forward with your weight loss, but get over it. It doesn't mean the rest of the day is going to be a binge day. It's not a write-off. It's that mentality of like all or nothing that's killing us. Right. So, you know, yeah, like last year I wasn't eating carbs at all. I was like intense keto and I lost a little bit of weight, but not really because I was so obsessive about it. And I ended up probably eating more than I should have because I was being so obsessed with, with thinking about food all the time. But now it's like I eat healthy carbs and I have a very balanced diet. Um, and you know, I've, never looked better so it's a lot about that obsessiveness I would say yeah I think the problem is people come from such a negative place and they're so hard on themselves that when you spend your entire day thinking about food it actually it does backfire on you like you you would do end up eating more whether yeah whether or not it's healthy or not do what you focus on yeah totally and if you just eat intuitively eat when you're hungry you probably will end up eating less than if you're hardcore planning your meals for the entire day mm-hmm. like yeah. we all know one of those girls that seems like she can eat whatever she wants and never gain weight right we all know one of those oh but totally. we're sitting with because, one. Oh <laughs> my goodness she's young though <laughs> so i think with those types of people like i have a lot of friends like that and it's just because a lot of them aren't 
obsessed in an unhealthy way with food. You know, I have an amazing friend, Astrid, she's the best friend of mine, and we go out for dinner, and I actually noticed her patterns and her habits. And when we're in a deep conversation and our food arrives, she doesn't even look down at the food. She just ha- she's engaged in our conversation, and she's so you know in the present moment with me. And and her values are friendship, you know. And if she's in this deep conversation, she's not even going to look at her food until she's like, oh, the food's here, you know. She won't even think about it. Whereas yeah. a lot of women are like, oh my god, the food. Oh, I need to finish it all. Oh, like you know, it's it's an addiction for a lot of people, and we need to get we need to step away from that, you know. Oh, totally, because they know they're going to go back to that restrictive mentality after that meal or whatever it is Mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be hard that's the biggest thing though it's just a a slight mentality change make food not a box anymore take food away from your emotional um you know needs and make it just something that you need uh to enjoy and to live and to you know have but just don't obsess over it and don't go to food if you're feeling an emotion because that's the biggest thing it's like an addiction you know and it's the hardest addiction to break food addiction because we need to eat every day right so it's really interesting a ton of mentality to um kind of behind that on my podcast I talk a lot about it and I have a ton of specialists on as well talking about that kind of mentality so um if you guys are more interested in that check it out but there's just so much to it and becoming the best version of yourself possible is mental and physical and I truly believe that they're totally interconnected and linked. I don't know if you guys see the difference, but when you, you eat healthy, don't you feel better mentally? Oh, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I, I love your podcast. I listen to it all the time. Um, oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. It's amazing. Um, but there's a lot of teenage girls listening that don't have a lot of knowledge about health and nutrition. So is there somewhere that you would suggest that they start if they want to change their lifestyle? Absolutely. Well, okay, there are a few things. There's being healthy and then there's being healthy to lose weight. So if you have weight to lose and you want to feel more happy and confident in yourself and you want to feel like you're thriving, then I would definitely say check out my body reset program um, because that's really clear and concise and, and a lot of stuff on weight loss there. But if we're just talking about general health, I'll tell you my principles. My principles for general health is eat the closest to the planet as possible. So long ingredient list, not really what we want to go for. Package stuff, not really what we mm-hmm. want to go for. Use your common sense, right? Like if you have whole fruits, whole vegetables, you know, some good quality proteins and some healthy fats, like you're going to do well. It's just the processed stuff that we really need to stay away from right now. And especially, you know, in this day and age where there is a fast food restaurant at every corner, like you need to change your mentality towards foods. Like for me, I used to love like junk food when I was a teenager. I used to love it. And, you know, of course, because that's something teenagers love. But now <laughs> I look at junk. I look at junk and I'm like, nah, I'm not even attracted to it. It's not like I'm feeling restrictive. Like I, I actually don't even, I'm, I don't even, it's not enticing to me, right? So yeah. you need to change your mentality uh, towards healthy food and healthy food can be delicious and tasty. You just need to learn how to cook it right, right? So yeah, that's health true. does not mean bland salad. Health means beautiful roasted veggies and like buttery eggplant with like spiced chicken and this and that. Like they could be delicious. You just need to learn, you know, how to cook it or or you need to find out what you like and stick to that. But honestly, just my biggest piece of advice for health, eat the closest the earth as possible and just use your common sense if something's really packaged and processed and says like low fat like low calorie this that like it's not going to be healthy and 
you need to get healthy before you can lose weight for the long term. Like you can't lose weight by just drinking diet Coke all day. Like <laughs> that's not lasting, right? So oh, you yeah. need to take your health first. And also at the end of the day too, and I want to really make this clear because a lot of the girls listening are probably, you know, young and in their teens. Like if, if you want to lose weight by eating junk and just eating, you know, diet Coke or drinking diet Coke and eating like those low calorie snack packs and stuff like yeah, you might lose a little bit of short-term weight, but you're not going to look good. Like your skin's not going to be glowy. You're not going to look bright and refreshed and healthy. And that's the look that people are going for here. You know, you want to look healthy and radiant. You don't want to look dead and dull and low energy. Like you, like the ideal body is a healthy, radiant, thriving one. So I would always say, just like focus on your health. And if you don't know a lot about health, then listen to podcasts on it, you know? Yeah, that's read books on it just sure. like go online watch youtube videos on it like that's what i did i don't have a master's in health but i know so much about it and because i learn about it like in my day-to-day life and it's interesting to me so that's my big tip yeah for sure and it's so funny because as maddie said she listens to your podcast and already as you're um saying things i can kind of hear like <laughs> she said some of the stuff she told me about like how to eat healthy and eating like as close to the earth as possible and avoiding yeah. like package and like that's the healthiest way to eat and it's so funny because she definitely heard it from you and some <laughs> other health podcasts so that's oh love it definitely it's so true and start. it's so important to listen to like you know good role models and I'm not gonna lie I actually feel like I am from like especially the health standpoint a good role model because I'm not extraordinarily restrictive and I'm not like a lot of people that are like know this know that know mm-hmm. this it's like listen you know, we're human. And at the end of the day, if we want to have a bite of this or a bite of that or a glass of wine or whatever, that's okay. Just it's that binge obsessive mentality that's always going to kick us in the butt every single time. We just need to heal our emotional relationship to ourselves and to food. And we want to eat good, healthy, quality food to thrive and to fuel our body and to love ourselves. You know, guys, the biggest form of self-respect and self-love is by eating healthy foods, eating an abundance of a variety of different colors of fruits and veg and healthy, delicious foods. Like that is the most pure form of self-love because you're literally giving yourself love and nutrition. So, you know, if, if you struggle with, with self-love and, you know, I, I know a lot of girls probably listening have had some you know mental health struggles as well like I've gone through it when I was a teen like I went through a little phase of depression and some eating disorder type stuff and I feel like a lot of girls do and we need to be open about it because it happens to a lot of us Mm -hmm. and the biggest Mm -hmm. thing that's helped me with all of those struggles is learning to love myself and just stepping in to that person that I've always wanted to be and just really putting myself first and not trying to do things because of social pressure and all that jazz, just really getting clear on who I am and falling in love with myself because the best relationship and the most important relationship that you're ever going to have in your entire life is the one that you have with yourself. So I think that's really important for everyone to listen to and to hear. Yeah, it's so tricky being a teenager and it makes me sad when I get messages like, I, I people make fun of me because of the way I look, I want to lose weight or um, how do you deal with depression and anxiety because that's such a common teen thing that happens to teenagers and I think it's because you don't have like a solid idea of who you are yet and also Mm. just don't have 
that sense of self-love that you develop as you get older and you figure out who you are, what you're doing. You're more comfortable with yourself, you know, so. Bro, you just hit the nail on the head. It's because people don't, they, they aren't spending the time to figure out who the real them is. And I'm going to give you guys a huge piece of advice right now for anyone listening. Journal. Honestly, freaking write pen to paper journal. Mm-hmm. Talk to yourself. Talk to your future self. Talk to your past self. Just journal and figure out who you are and really get clear on that. And, you know, just really put yourself first. And if you struggle with anxiety and depression, I'm going to tell you one huge freaking tip that does not require any pills from your doctor. And that <laughs> is don't check your phone the first hour of the day and the last hour of the day before going to bed. So don't check the phone. Don't check your phone for an hour after you wake up and an hour before you go to bed and just have that time for you. And I'm telling you, it will revolutionize your mental health, revolutionize it because we're addicted to our phones and it is detrimental to our minds. And it's really, really, really bad. And if you struggle with anxiety and depression, just try this out for 10 days two weeks maybe okay try it out one hour before bed one hour after waking up airplane mode your phone put it in a drawer don't even sleep with your phone in your room get an actual alarm clock that's what I have and spend time at night and in the morning just doing some journaling or some reading and just spending some time just with you getting back to you getting back in touch with your your core you your superwoman self the core you um, your higher self is my superwoman is kind of part of my brand. And I don't know if you guys listen to my podcast, but I know you do, but Maddie. Yeah. Right? Yes. Um, so yeah, you, you might be in, in touch with, you know, who your superwoman self is. And this is a whole theory that I have. And this is, you know, I actually just hosted my first live event uh, last week and it was all about becoming your superwoman self. And essentially your superwoman self is the best version of you. It's your higher self. It's that version of you that isn't your ego. She is the most pure loving version of yourself that is kind to others, kind to herself and just knows what's best for, for you and for the world. And, and that is the version of you that you always should strive for is that kind of best you possible. And um, there's so much more to that. And I know you probably have some more questions. I won't get into it, but that's (laughs) what everybody should kind of try getting into is every single day at night in the morning, just kind of, you know, get into tune with your superwoman self and you'll become so much happier and more productive and more radiant in every way, shape or form. Yeah, totally. So do you want to talk a little bit about your morning routine? I, I hear you talk about that on your own podcast. Mm, yes. Oh, my God. Morning <laughs> I love routines. a morning routine. <laughs> Who doesn't? My morning routine. Like, I honestly think morning routines are the new meditation. Like, totally. it is so powerful. It is so, so powerful. I have a whole course um, on my on my exact morning routine. I, I pretty much have like a very extensive one and it will take me an hour to explain it here, but I'll give you the gist of it. Okay. You want to basically, like I said, number one rule, phone away, no phone. And that's, that's not even part of the routine, but that's just like a, a no brainer. You cannot have your phone on and you can't be checking it. You need this time just for you to focus on it. You want to get a big journal. I have like a big notebook, one of those hardback notebooks. I love writing in those. I have like two of them that I kind of have on rotation all the time. So I wake up in the morning and I drink a lot of water, hydrate myself, go to the bathroom, wash my face, put a little face mask on sometimes. That's like the ultimate self-care for me, putting on a little face mask in the morning. I 
go to the kitchen. I make myself a little bulletproof coffee. I'm obsessed with it. And I come back to bed and I get all cozy and I'm like my face mask on, my coffee, my water. And then I have my notebooks and I just start writing a ton of different stuff. So basically I write a gratitude list, major. This is really, really important. I know it doesn't sound that powerful, but it actually is writing down what you're so thankful for that you already have in your life because it gives you more feelings of abundance and it actually makes you so much happier. And it also just gives you so much more out of your life because Mm -hmm. you start appreciating things more. You start living in the now more. There's so many benefits to writing down what you're grateful for. And then you also want to write down, um, there's so many things. I'm just going to give you a few of them. You also want to write down, um, your the things you need to do that day like what your kind of draw out what like the ideal day that you would have looks like get into touch with your superwoman self do a little meditation um potentially there are so many things I actually have a declaration so I've written down every few months I write down a new one and it's basically a list of goals that I have that I want to keep in the forefront of my brain so I have that in one of my journals and I read it over every single morning just to keep it imprinted in my brain and just to keep me aware and primed at all times every single day um, of all these goals that I have because so many of us have these goals we just forget about and we don't have a routine every day that reminds us of them and we end up looking back you know after six months or a year and thinking remember when I had that goal oh yeah Mm -hmm. I never even remembered that because I didn't consistently look it over you know so it's like new year's resolutions (laughs) yeah Exactly. So you know that feeling you get on January 1st when you write down all your goals for the year and you're really amped up and you're really excited and you're just really focused and driven and you're like, oh my God, there's no way I'm not going to achieve these goals. I'm (laughs) so focused, you know? (laughs) Of course. After a few weeks, that fades, right? And it fades because you don't have a habit set in place that primes your brain to get into that state again every morning and my morning routine gets me in that prime state so every single morning if I do my morning routine correctly I feel like I do on January 1st where I'm really really focused and excited so it just makes goal achieving way easier when you have a morning routine and giving yourself that hour even if you only have 45 minutes half hour 20 minutes do some sort of thing for yourself a ritual every morning and your life will change because girls, if you think about it this way, mornings don't seem like a big deal. But when you actually think about it in the big grand scheme of things, your mornings set the tone for your days. Your days set the tone for your weeks. Your weeks set the tone for your months, your months for your years, and your years for your life. So your mornings are actually the fundamental like stepping stone to your entire life. And if you don't take control of your mornings, you're not going to take control of your life. And if you have these big goals, you need to prime your brain every morning, right? Motivation Mm -hmm. is like bathing. It's like you need to do it daily. You need to wash yourself. Like even if you (laughs) shower and you're all squeaky clean, like you're going to get dirty again. Like you need to Mm -hmm. motivate. Motivation is the same thing. Like you can't just get motivated once. Like you need to constantly be priming your brain. And that's why the morning routine thing is so important. Yeah, that's for sure. And motivation is so short-lived. It doesn't last long. So I think having those goals in place and having a way to reach them is actually what you need to be successful. Yeah, and the consistency Mm. of doing it every day for sure. Yeah. So apart from your morning routine, since you don't have a typical nine-to-five job, what is a day like for you now? Oh, my gosh. So I have so many projects on the go at the moment. I'm just in the middle of creating a new e-commerce business. I'm Mm. working on this new TV show. Oh, my gosh. I'm, you know, creating merchandise. I'm, like, I'm doing 
so much and I like to stay busy and I'm in a really big business mode at the moment. So my days at the moment, I wake up at 5.45, I do my morning routine for an hour, I go to the gym um, most days and then my day really starts kind of around, you know, 9 or 10 and I have a Soho House membership in London so I start working there usually um, because I don't have an office and I like to kind of separate home and work. So I'll Mm -hmm. get my laptop, go there, have meetings throughout the day, have some podcast recordings. You know, um, I'll have a lot of Skype meetings from the projects that I'm doing, um, Skype meetings with people from overseas and stuff. And I'll record maybe a podcast or two. And I will sometimes like today I met with my photographer, we took a few photos. And my Work day probably ends around seven, but I'm kind of in and out all day. Sometimes I'll have like an appointment during the day and then I'll work a little bit later at night. But at the moment, it's a lot of brainstorming, creative work and hiring. I'm um, in the middle of hiring my first few employees, which is really exciting. Wow, so congratulations. I'm a lot. Thank you. So at the moment, it's just kind of getting everything organized. No days really look that similar at, at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm just really, my life is, is my business, right? Like I, I don't have a nine to five and I don't, I'm not really able to switch off after a certain hour. Like I'll be answering DMs until like, you know, 9.30 PM and I try to get an early night. Like I really, really value my sleep. And if I'm waking up at 5.45, I want to be in bed by and asleep by 10, you know? So yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to not let it consume me. But again, you know, I, I try my absolute best to turn my phone off an hour before I go to bed. It's a non-negotiable for me in the morning. I never check my phone because my morning routine takes place. But at night, I still kind of struggle with that sometimes, especially if that's the only time I have to like sit and answer my DMs and connect with my peeps. So <laughs> Totally. Yeah. That's it's pretty much it. It's crazy. People think um, like having a business on social media looks easy and glamorous from the outside. And they definitely don't see the 12-hour day that you put in. You know, and the yeah. abnormal so work hours. Yeah, yeah, it's much easier yeah. to. Clock we make it in look glamorous. Listen, like that's kind of the whole thing. We need to be aspirational, but also real. Like I think that on my vlogs and on my Insta stories, like I'm super real, but then on my Instagram feed, like that's very much more curated. So yeah. there's a time and place for everything. But you know what? I don't really care what people think about me anymore. I <laughs> I get hate comments sometimes, being like, oh, like. You, you, you're lucky you just, you know, grew up in a wealthy family. And I'm like, no, I didn't. Like, you don't even know who I am or my story. So I don't yeah. really care much about hate comments anymore. But the, and especially because I have such an incredible tribe of women. Um, and, you know, my the people that I, I have in my community are just so incredible. So I don't really, you know, care what people think that much anymore. I know deep down that I'm doing the best I can. And I'm working super hard. And the people that actually know me in my life are like, extraordinarily impressed with what I'm doing so that's all the validation I need (laughs) yeah it's hard to to feed feed off the positive and ignore the negative but it's good when you get to a place when you don't care Mm -hmm, yeah if you're doing anything important you're gonna get haters for sure Oprah has haters like come on Oprah (laughs) of all people (laughs) she's a saint literally (laughs) you mentioned that a part of your day is exercising what type of workouts do you do Ooh, very good question. So I've actually changed up my workout routine a lot the past six months. And I used to do like intense gym sessions, like five days a week with my trainer, where I'd be doing like weights and hit and this and that. Mm. And I really just wasn't achieving that physical body that I wanted. I looked a little bit like, like I was always tense. And I, I never really 
looked like long, lean, feminine lines like I wanted. And I had a big revolution about six months ago. Um, and I just decided to integrate this whole intuitive way of living to my workouts as well. So intuitive working out. So what I'll do is more light and, you know, more feminine movements. Like, for example, I'll do some yoga Pilates and I have my killer five minute ab workout from my body reset plan that I do every single day. And I honestly blame my abs on that five minutes <laughs> every day. And then I also do 10,000 steps a day. That's like my biggest secret for you guys. Like if you want long lean kind of muscles and that kind of feminine look is walk a lot. I know it's really underrated, but I walk so much. I walk at least 10K steps or uh, 10,000 steps a day. And you don't even need to go on like a two hour walk. You can just like just integrate walking into your life a little bit more. Like instead of taking an Uber, like just walk to meet your friend or like, you know, walk to school in the morning or this and that. Like there's so mm -hmm. many different ways or go on an evening walk to unwind and listen to your favorite podcast. Like walking is amazing for your mind and your body. It's like the most lengthening, leaning out workout you can do if you do you know at least 10,000 steps a day it's amazing yeah I've been trying to walk more I'm like Lauren we have to get to 10,000 and I use my phone like the health app like we, mm -hmm. need, we need to go on a walk now so I can get to 10k <laughs> it's so good it's so yeah good. it's you amazing so good it's amazing so underrated yeah would you say that like walking is a good place for beginners who haven't don't really have much experience working out mm -hmm. or don't really know where to start. Don't have a, mem a gym membership? Yeah, for sure. Do you think yeah, that that's oh a God, good place five. to start? Like, you can get an epic body without a gym membership. Like, I don't even recommend that in my plan. Like, I honestly, like, for, for lasting results, you want to do something that isn't, like, super-duper intense that you're going to burn out. You know, I've done the whole burning out thing, and it just doesn't work. Also, when I used to be working out five days a week with, like, weights and intense hit and stuff, like, I was always so hungry mm -hmm. and I was eating way too much for my size like I'm five foot one like I was eating like so so much and oh now since I'm more like intuitive training and I'm not really like as intense like this morning I went to the gym and I just did some like incline walking and then my five minute ab workout and then some like booty stuff and it was that was it and I just was really like slow paced chill it's like a form of self-love working out so I don't want to like kill myself over it so for a beginner, I would say, yes, 100% walk more, even if that means just at night after dinner, going on a long, nice walk, listening to a podcast or going on a walk with like your mom or something, you know, like mm -hmm. having that quality time walking is really nice as well. Like my boyfriend and I on like a Sunday, we'll go on a walk through Hyde Park in London. And it's just like a really cute little romantic thing we do. <laughs> and I think, you know, it's just really nice and it gives you time for you and, you know, Definitely do the walking. Maybe do, like, if you want a more toned tummy, do a little ab workout, um, some walking. You can just do little kind of lean, lengthening movements. You don't need a gym. You just need the outdoors and, you know, a, maybe a mat, a yoga mat, a home, or, like, a carpet. And that's pretty much it. You don't need a lot. It's not as complicated as you think it is. Yeah. I think everything that you do, whether it's your diet or your workouts, has to be sustainable. And you see on Instagram those uh, personal training girls going so hard in the gym, and you really don't need to do that, especially if you're just starting out. You have to do something that, one, you enjoy, and two, that you can sustain and keep doing. Because mm -hmm. it, it mm -hmm. doesn't matter what you do. If you do it once, it's about what you do every day and what's part of your routine. True. If you do something for 10 minutes a day, like, 
it really doesn't need to be that complicated. Like I do my five minute ab workout. If I'm not going to the gym, like I'll do it at the gym if I go to the gym that day. But if I'm not, I just do it in the morning, right after my morning routine, right before my shower. It literally takes five minutes. Like if you, you could, I'm not saying you need to do my exact one, but like if you just, you know, find out what works for you and then just integrate that into your life. Like it's just little consistent wins. And over time, you know, you'll see huge results. Like Tony Robbins, one of like my favorite motivational speakers ever. Mm-hmm. He says that most people overestimate what they can do in a year, but underestimate what they can do in five. I think that's the quote, but the same thing goes with people overestimate what they can do in one month, but underestimate what they can do in a year when it comes to body changes, I think, because mm-hmm. it's really, really important just to stay consistent. It's called the compound effect um, or the slight edge. You know, that's a great book to read as well, the slight edge. Um, the compound effect is just doing little things, little small incremental changes uh, daily, and you'll see huge, huge changes after a little bit of time. And, it's, you know, the quick fix thing isn't massively correct. Like, you can't just, like... It's, success isn't linear. It's not mm-hmm. one straight line. Like you're going to have ups and downs. But again, going back to what I said before, your bounce back rate is freaking important. You need it to have a strong bounce back rate because we're only human. We're not, if we miss a day working out, if we miss, you know, if we have a piece of pizza or whatever, like we're not perfect, you know, and don't, we just have to stop being hard on ourselves. We just need to not let our mentality go to, oh, I've already messed up today. Might as well not work out for another month until the first of the next month now you know that mentality doesn't work and it's not there's no longevity there like you said longevity that's a key word yeah for sure we have to get lauren on the five minute ab plan oh yes (laughs) i'm intrigued yeah oh my god girls i'm gonna send you the plan you're gonna love it oh my god amazing thank you before and afters are insane i literally released it three weeks ago and i have like hundreds of before and afters of girls being like holy shit we were looking at all of them on your um your instagram maybe yeah oh my god i'll send it to you you guys are gonna love it it's insane so easy it's so easy yeah, that's absolutely crazy. Lauren was showing me. She's like, did you see these before and afters? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's a joke. Wow. And listen, I, this is the thing. It's like I'm not this like fitness influencer that just has always been fit telling people to get fit. It's like I actually used to be, you know, 15 to 20 pounds heavier than I am now. Like I actually have gone through the transformation myself and I actually have tried every single thing. And this is like really the, the only thing that works. It's yeah. like just – timings of eating certain certain foods and like you know whatever I'll send it to you guys but it's there are certain principles that like just really work and it's not as hard as you think and loving your body is so intuitive like we want to fall in love with ourselves that's the whole point of wanting a better body it's to like feel fresh and empowered and powerful and healthy and radiant like that's what what we want we don't want to be super skinny and look unhealthy like no like our vibe is like healthy and radiant like that mm-hmm. is the vibe that we're going for and I think you know it's, it's great that so many people want that now and that's now the trend right yeah I'm so happy that now people are focused on health rather than just being skinny or losing weight and mm. like hopefully all influencers are starting to adopt that mentality and they're not because some are still like they preach the super restrictive diets and stuff but I think you're on you're definitely on the right path with that yeah, thanks, girls. No problem. Yeah, you definitely sound like you've accomplished a lot in your 22 years. So <laughs> what would you say is the biggest accomplishment you've had so far in your career? Oh, my God. That's huge. Okay, I'm going to be honest just because it just happened. 
my first ever live event was on Sunday and it took me two months of planning and it was like 60 girls and they were the most incredible group of women and I hosted it in London. It was a seven hour all day event and I was basically motivating everyone the entire day. We went through like a a life coaching, like a live mindset, life coaching masterclass where I I was literally on my microphone yelling at the (laughs) girls like, what do you want in your life? Write it down. And everyone was writing down like their big goals. Like, and I was like, you know, just really amping everyone up. Like, how was I saying? I was like, what do you want in your life? Write it down. Like, you know, more importantly, like, what are you going to do to get there? And even more importantly, like, who do you need to become to get there? Like, you know, who do you need to step into to become this person of, of your dreams? Like what, what, what's holding you back here? Like you live once. Like I was just really amping everybody up and it was such a great feeling. And, I had so many girls or pretty much all the girls after the event messaged me after and they were like, Mimi, like today changed my life. Like, oh I just, just want to let you know that like you changed my life today. That's amazing. And that I think is the most satisfying thing. Listen, like there are things in my career that I've done that have made me a lot of money and that's great. But this was the most fulfilling thing that I've ever done because I met these girls face to face and they came up to me, some of them with tears in their eyes saying, I needed this. You don't even know how badly I needed this in this time in my life. I've been depressed or this has happened and this not like, you know, there are so many people going through their own internal struggles. And if I can actually help people with their mentality and their love towards themselves and their life and their their motivation and and just seeing the world in a different way like that's all I can ask and mm-hmm. I've been there and that's why I have so much compassion for people that don't have it figured out yet because I know exactly how it feels and I know how it feels to be hard on yourself and I know how it feels to feel lost in life to to not love yourself to not like how you look like I've, I've been there I've done that you yeah. know so I have so much compassion for girls that are in that phase still because it's like I want to help you get out of that because I know it's worked mm-hmm. and I've gone through it myself and you know, I think we all just need to support each other more. And I think that event was the biggest pivotal moment in my career. And, you know, I want to do more. I want to go on tour. I want to do so many Becoming Superwoman events. And it was just so powerful. So that was definitely one of my biggest accomplishments. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. That's so cool. Congrats. That's so cool. Thank you. I think, honestly, when you're in that negative place, sometimes all you need is something like that, someone to believe in you care about what you like what you're feeling and try to get you out of it so I'm sure it was so helpful for so many girls oh totally and there are so many principles that I cover in the event as well like there's so many main things that I could go on and on about um you know that have changed my life and a huge thing as well that people don't realize is that we actually hold all the power to change our lives within ourselves and so many of us you know, live our day-to-day lives as victims. And it's just this subconscious thing that we do. We just kind of tend to blame other people for why we are where we are. Whereas in reality, it's going to be a bit brutal, but we have to take 100% responsibility for our lives. You know, we are where we are right now because of us. And, you know, it's really easy to blame our upbringing, our parents, or this or that. But at the end of the day, we are where we are because of us. And yes, it is brutal, but it's also empowering because then if we actually make that a belief in our minds, we, we realize that we have the power to change that. We have mm-hmm. the power to change our circumstance if if we are 100% responsible. And in that book that I read, The Success Principles, when I told you girls about when I was in uni, the number one, the, the first chapter in that book, 
The book is full of 67 principles to change your life, okay? The number one yes. chapter or the first chapter is take 100% responsibility for your life. And it's the most important thing. And if anyone's going to take away anything from this conversation, it is just to take responsibility because you are where you are because of you. Yes, things could potentially have affected you in your in your life, but you're in control of how you react to people. You're in control of how you hold yourself. You're in control of your actions and your thoughts and your habits and your beliefs. And your life is, is on you. So yeah totally no it's so hard to take responsibility for things so I think people have to hear that and like fully Mm. understand that they're responsible for the outcome of their life Um, but looking to the future do you have any um, other big goals that you want to achieve and where do you see your brain going oh that's amazing I have so many big goals girls like I I'm sure I'm gonna be I I'm not I'm I'm not going to say I want to. I'm going to say I'm going to because I'm huge on affirmations and I have like some core deep beliefs that I know are going to happen. Got to manifest that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. It's crazy. It's like now ingrained inside of me. I will definitely be on the Forbes 30 under 30 list. That's amazing. In the next four years, I'm 100%. And I'm such an entrepreneur. I'm going to be, well, I already am doing so many different things. Um, I have so many different business ventures that my my followers and people that that watch me on social media don't even know about yet because I don't really like to talk about things, um, you know, until they happen. Like projects, yeah. I can tell you where I'm going to be, but I don't want to talk about specific projects until they evolve. But definitely, this TV show that I'm working on will be huge. I I I'm, have my own e-commerce business that I'm launching soon, and it's going to be all about wellness and health products, which will be huge. Um, my podcast, I'm planning to get it to the top five like I really really want it to be massive as well and I'm already on like I already recorded over 130 episodes um and it's done so so well already so it's only up from here again consistency two podcasts a week the past almost a year and we're going to keep doing that and it's inevitable if you're consistent and you push out good content it's inevitable that you are going to be successful so that's a huge goal of mine to get the podcast really up there I want my own talk show one day that's what I want <laughs> that's amazing I want, so cool. talk show. <laughs> I want like I want to be like a cool younger Oprah that's like motivating inspiring but also <laughs> real and like talks about life stuff and for our generation like the younger us generation mm-hmm. and that's a huge goal of mine as well I'm I'm big into business right at the moment I'm actually I know this is going to sound kind of crazy but um, I'm really into like investing in stocks at the moment. It's so okay. weird. That sounds crazy, <laughs> but like my boyfriend's really into it, and he kind of taught me a bit about it. So I I want to kind of build that portfolio a lot more. Um, cool. I'm, I'm really into money these days. Like I want to invest, uh, you know, intelligently into what I'm doing and just to build and grow. And yeah, I, I want to be a great business person. And I feel like the more that I'm doing what I'm doing, the better I'm getting at it. And and I don't have a degree. I don't you know, I dropped out of university, like I told you guys, but I'm, I'm constantly learning every single day by a interviewing incredible people on my podcast, B reading a lot of books, listening to a lot of podcasts, watching a lot of YouTube videos, learning about all these things I'm interested in. So, you know, I can't use the excuse of, Oh, I don't have a professional, you know, certificate as for education. Right. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I just want to expand my brain and learn a lot and influence a lot of people and help a lot of people. And my biggest driver of all is to change lives and I know what it was like to not love myself and to not be where I want to be and feel really restricted because I've always deep down known that I 
had a lot of potential, but I could never really express that because I was always so freaking self-conscious and so mm-hmm. unconfident. And now because I found my power and I found my superwoman self that I can actually step into, I feel like it's my duty to help other women do the same thing, right? right We're all yeah. here for a reason. The likelihood or the the statistic of you being here right now is one in 400 trillion. You are here mm-hmm. on this planet right now because because your parents conceived you at a certain time in space and the universe like mm-hmm. you are not here by accident like you're here for a reason you're one in 400 trillion it's so crazy. I need to my mission is to you know re- really reach as many people as I can with that and it's like you are special and you have so much to offer to the world and I'm going to help you kind of tap into that power so I think that's an amazing that's place to end off on and I think our listeners will love to hear that you yes, know absolutely people lo- people are get stuck and don't know who they are and especially as teenagers like I feel like it's such a challenging time um and we get so many messages just like I don't have a purpose what am I doing with my life so I think everything that you've said is going to help them out so much mm-hmm. yeah thank mm-hmm. you so thank much you. for no coming worries. on the podcast yes of course well thank you so much for having me I love this and I want you both to come onto my podcast too by the way we would love so that fun. Uh, do you want to do you want to share your social media and the name of your podcast so everyone can listen? Yes. So my podcast is called the Mimi B Podcast. M I M I B E E, and you can find it on iTunes, Spotify, any of the main podcast providers. And my name is Mimi Bouchard. You can find me on Instagram at Mimi Bouchard. M I M I B O U C H A R D. And you can find my website, MimiB.com, same word as the podcast. And, yeah, I'm, I'm mostly on Instagram and my podcast, and that's where I spend most of my time. Thank you guys cool. so much for having awesome. me. Honestly, I loved this so much. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you for coming on and sharing all of your amazing your health secrets. and wellness knowledge and <laughs> secrets. Yeah, this has been great. We love that. Thank you so much, Mimi. Oh, my God, you guys are so sweet. So- Thank you guys so Thank much. You. Bye. Thank you. Bye.